0: Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff Captain Caveman Thanks Click subscribe and the bell Do it now! all right everybody we got the young we got the guns here the young guns here How you guys doing how you doing justin good how are you how are you i'm doing good
1: how about you dakota doing good out here in montana
0: how about you zach how you doing i'm doing great now uh i believe zach and dakota got fights coming up uh january 27 right am i correct with that yes and how about you, Justin? What was the date for your fight again? Uh, February second, Hollywood, Florida. All uh, right, nice. That's a hard rock. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, I'm gonna ask you guys, how did you get started fighting? I want uh Justin to go first.
2: Uh, yep. So, uh, it, my whole life, really. I mean, uh, my uncle, my father, uh, they really kind of um took it to uh, me and my brother. Uh, I mean, I have four other brothers for. Uh, three older one younger uh so I mean we were constantly always roughhousing wrestling around um and something about it I mean I, I just I fell in love with the the movement the fell in love with the art of, uh behind it all and so I mean my whole life I mean I've just kind of growing up in a rough neighborhood being like uh the only uh, you know uh white kid in the neighborhood versus you know uh anything else uh so i mean we grew up kind of poor having a struggle me and my little brother had to fight back to back getting off the school bus, getting onto the school bus, coming out of school uh so i mean uh all that kind of like just trickles into you know life uh every day is a you know every day is a battle and it's how you choose to come out on top and how you're gonna keep striving forward
0: right right i'm from the like I know what you mean, man. I lived in a bad neighborhood. I was from Brooklyn, New York. And, um, you know, when you in that neighborhood, you got to fight.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, one thing leads to another. I mean, uh, I got jumped. I had my face kicked in. I had my ribs broke. Um, and that was it for me. You know, after that, uh, I joined a boxing gym uh, at Dynamic. And I was there a few years. I uh, went to Golden Gloves. And then uh, after that, I made a switch over to another gym. I kind of did the same thing with them over at Empire. We went to Golden Gloves, won Golden Gloves. And then um, my third time coming back, I just felt like it didn't really go my way. I felt like the the judges uh, kind of like took control because of politics or whatever else the case may have been. Um, So after that, I kind of like made a promise to myself, hey, we're going to make the switch over to MMA. We're going to, you know, never make it go to the judges again. We're going to do whatever it can to get them out of there before it goes to the judges so that, you know, we, we know for a fact we got that W. So I added more to my arsenal, and I added more to my my, my style in general, and here we are now about to join the bare-knuckle stage.
0: Now, do you think, because you won uh, Golden Gloves, you think that gives you the advantage with the hands for bare-knuckle fighting?
2: Um, I don't necessarily think it gives me the advantage uh, in the bare-knuckle uh, fighting. Uh, what I think gives me the advantage is... Um, the MMA background, honestly, uh, um, like when it comes to the grappling, when it comes to the dirty boxing, when it comes to having to adjust to seeing different styles being thrown at you, um, I see that um, more giving me ad- the advantage
0: of with the MMA background versus boxing. Nice. How about you, Dakota? How you got? How you got started in fighting?
1: Uh, so I think how I really got started. I used to wake up like six or seven years old. My grandpa would be watching the ESPN classics. So I was like, one day I want to be on that. I want to be there. And uh, here we are now. I started at eight. I've been fighting almost my whole entire life. I took like three, four years off. Uh, But we've been hitting it hard the last four. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon.
0: All right. Did you did you grow up in a rough neighborhood? Did you have to fight in the streets?
1: Yeah. Uh the reason why I got into boxing was cuz I got picked on a lot. Like I I had glasses when I was younger and I got beat up a lot. Like my glasses got broke, stuff like that. So I I got to the point where I was like sick of it and I just had to stick up for myself. My grandpa always told me like, even if they're bigger, if you do something to them, most of the time they're just talk. They're not going to walk. So, uh, my mom wasn't really around growing up as well. So, I was bouncing from my grandpas to my aunties and stuff like that as well. But, it made me a man. It made me tough.
0: Yeah, fighting, definitely training, would definitely get you tough, for sure. Oh, Yeah. Well, how about you, Little Mac? How, how uh, you got into fighting? Um, it started uh, back in school.
3: Um, I used to weigh 230 pounds. And Ooh, um, I, would get, uh, I would get picked on a lot. And uh, once I hit middle school, uh, once I hit high school, I um, lost a lot of weight and I started fighting back. And um, then from that, I got... Uh, I got charged with assault in school and I got community service at a boxing gym. And since then, which was 2012, I've been fighting ever since. Um, I've done some USA boxing. Uh, I won a Golden Gloves and then I couldn't get any fights. So I went over to Street Beefs and got the most fights there. Um, and uh, I've just been trucking along since and now. Here comes the bare knuckle stuff. So
0: any uh videos on Street Beef on YouTube, maybe? Yeah, I have um
3: I have over thirty-eight fights on there. So
0: they're all on YouTube.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: I, you got the experience, man. Um uh, do you think that would help you that, with the experience you got there, you think that would help you out with the bare knuckle fighting? Um, I mean, I don't really think about
3: it as much. Um I just know that, uh, I had one bare knuckle fight in street beefs. Um, if you go on YouTube, you can look up dark room fights. And, um, for that, there was no time, time limit. It was until someone quit. And, um, I let, it lasted three minutes with me stopping the person. And so ever since then that was back last February, I've just been wanting to get in the BKFC and, um, I had one shot back in September, which the guy never showed up. So here's my uh huh. Here's Having one. A star.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let me ask you guys this. Like who was your idol growing up who was like um for fighting? Like did you have a favorite boxer or martial artist? Mike Tyson. Roy
1: Jones.
3: Uh, John Jones.
1: Nice, nice. Some good
0: picks there. <laughs> I listen, um, Justin. I gotta say, I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn. That's where Mike Tyson originally from. So uh, I met, I seen Mike. I'm gonna say it was like back in 1989. I seen Mike. I was in like in the school bus. It was in Brownsville. He had the belt. He was, I guess, he was like 20 years old at the time. So that was a, that was a cool like uh experience for me. So I fought at the James Tony
2: tournament uh, in boxing. It was about ten years ago. Uh, oh,
0: okay.
2: Uh, it was the James Tony Ann Arbor uh, tournament, and James Tony was there. And I fought a guy. He was like six foot tall at 145, and uh, I just remember him telling me uh, the only way you're gonna get this guy to uh, break is you have to go to his body, give him the break first, and then go up top. And I remember him telling that to my coach before we walked into the ring. And uh, after I, you know, did what he had said, I won the fight. I ended up stopping the guy in the second round. And uh, I looked at him, and uh, he gave me, like, the fist pound, you know, to his chest and, you know, saluted me or whatever. And I'll never forget that day because ever since then, it, like, I uh, I felt like he believed in me then. And so now I'm going to have – I'm going to take that belief to, you know, the very end.
0: Yeah, we had James Tony on the podcast here, and I, I guarantee he's going to be watching this. So he's probably going to – yeah. He probably go watch. He'd probably, he'd
1: probably, hey, I probably he probably goes. If, he if he's
0: not watching, I would tag him on here. But he usually he's a fan of the podcast, so he usually uh he probably is watching.
2: Uh, he's the one that inspired me to be a you know be a champion and you know to be a true champion. So I mean at the end of the day, I mean I hope he is watching this.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh okay, uh what else? Uh <clears throat> Now, Dakota, um, you had any uh, MMA
1: fights? Uh, yeah, I've had two. Uh, I didn't come out with wins, but I gave it my all. Like, and I don't train in MMA. I never really did, but I took okay. the fights just to learn something. And I do, once in a while, do a little bit of jiu-jitsu now just to – be on top of my game rather than just stick with one thing if you have multiple disciplines you you could go far
0: yeah i I ain't gonna lie to you guys i i I tried mma but i didn't really like the ground game
1: yeah (laughs) that's i
0: I grew up watching boxing i grew up watching boxing in the uh, late 80s early 90s you know my father always thought MMA was kind of weird with the ground game. Yeah. I, I had to train. learn. I had to, I had
2: to train did do some wrestling. So. Yeah. So I only wrestled one you? year. I did MMA uh, about nine uh, for nine years. Uh, well, the last nine years I've been doing MMA. Um, I went 12 and two as an amateur. I was the number one 135er and 125er in the state of Michigan. Um, and then. Uh, I chose to go pro, and when I went pro, I've uh, due to injuries and a lot of setbacks. Um, Where we finished out our well, with MMA, it's five and six. But again, like I said, I, uh, when it comes to injuries and that ground game, I mean, no one right. will stand with me. So they always try to go to the ground, and it's always about the wrestling and the jujitsu right. that always backfires on me. So that's why yeah. we're making the back of the switch over back over to the stand up. Gotcha. And we're going to, you know, we're this here is, to stay.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is like a true gladiator organization. You step in that ring, you put it to it, like, it's all you got, you know?
0: <laughs> I just want to say one thing. This podcast is brought to you by CNC Management. I just want to let everybody know. Yes, sir. Hey. One and only. Yeah. Hey, hey.
2: Hey, hey we're going man, to man.
0: the top <laughs> I, yes i i could see that man
2: Carlos and his team are the you know they they take care of us they you know they look out for us and they're, they're peoples of the words i mean uh, i dealt with another management team i'm not gonna say no names or you know put them on blast like that but uh i mean they were full of promise on on finished promises i guess you could say um where they would sit there and they'd tell you hey we're gonna get you these flights we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and then here we go we're still sitting here waiting 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 and then they go hey we got this fight for you and you're waiting for it and you're getting all ready you're losing all this weight and then all of a sudden hey the fight didn't work out or hey the fight fell through and then you know or it just uh it was very deteriorating at first to start off um I went and did the bare knuckle tryout in Alabama. I was told to go do that by my, uh, by the manager team I was with. So I went and did the tryout in Alabama. Uh, I felt like all that went well. Um, never really heard anything back. And then, uh, yeah, uh, I ended up, uh, meeting with Eric Lozano, um, who's another bare knuckle fighter. You guys keep an eye out on him because he's going to the top as well. Um, but he's actually who got me affiliated with Carlos uh, over at CNC Management. And uh, since then, now we're able to finally get, you know, started. And he's actually a true man of his word. You know, he, he, he promised me and he's holding up his end of that bargain. So for I got, that, I, I got, truly appreciate that, man.
0: I got one question for Carlos. I know he's watching. Hey, Carlos, how can a fighter get in touch with you? And then, I uh, got a question here from my partner who's not with us, but, uh, he wants to know how you guys condition your knuckles for the, um, for the fights.
1: Uh, so I do carpentry. I got a two by four and I'll wrap it with like hemp rope and I'll hit it or I'll put a little padding around it, a two by four and hit that as well. Uh, 10, 15 minutes out of time. Okay. What um, about
0: so
2: you, Justin? I have, a, I have kind of like a little secret, I guess, about me. Um, I mean, I broke my neck my freshman year in high school. Oh, wow. Instead of losing my legs, I kind of lost the feeling in my hands. So I guess you could kind of say I have hands of stone. So uh, I don't really uh, – I don't feel none of that. So, I mean, to, for me, it's just a matter of hitting the heavy bag with bare knuckle and – Hitting the aqua bag and you know whatever else, everything I you know hit is with my bare hands. I don't uh put the gloves on. Only time I put gloves on is when I'm sparring with other people. So,
0: hey Justin, I gotta say, man, you broke your neck. You are a true warrior, bro. I got uh, much. Yeah, I mean, you. I got much respect for you, man. That not a lot of people could come, from, you know, come back from that. You know, you you know. Well, I saying? was
2: told I was never gonna walk again, <laughs> let alone play contact sports again. And uh, we, you know, spent the nine months in the hospital doing the the physical therapy and um, all the stuff I was supposed to do. And uh, six months later, we ended up walking out of the hospital. Um, Yeah. And I returned back to the football season the following season. And since then, I've just I've had it in the back of my head that, you know, I know my body better than anybody else. And I'm going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And. Hopefully, my story can inspire others to do the same.
0: Wow! Uh, how about you, Zach? How you uh, condition your knuckles for the uh, for fighting? Um. Well, from hitting
3: the heavy bag to uh, lightly punching the cement wall for five rounds, um, to uh, this one bag. I don't know what it's called, but it's like it's hard, but it's um it's real small and i use that as well and uh i also do um planks on my knuckles and i hold that um so just little things i try and find and i also get smacked with this wooden piece on my hands and my whole my whole body really they help condition it all
0: wow man you guys are tough man <laughs> Ooh, yeah, guys, I'm tough. That's I'm not, a good, really respect that's a good question. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I got a question here. Okay, let's get a fight prediction from Mr. Nightmare.
2: Yeah, I, I see myself knocking him out end of the first round, beginning of the second round.
0: Okay, yeah. How about you, Dakota? You got a, a prediction for your
1: fight? Uh, Not really. I'm Every time I've went in with a game plan, I've always, like, I always try to stick to my game plan. That doesn't really work. So I'm going to stay calm, cool, collective, and I'm going to just go as it goes.
0: How about you,
3: Zach?
0: Any prediction for you?
3: Um, I mean, for some reason, I'm always somehow winding up facing giants compared to me, uh, for some, yeah. So the guy I'm facing is, um, he's a lot bigger than me, but, uh, you know, just like the last fight that I was about to have, um, I'm just going in there to fight and do what I know that I'm capable of. You know, I, I really don't have a prediction, but all I know is, I want to be entertaining and that's what I've always been, you know, all my fights on street beefs, you can see. And, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just going to fight and, uh, you're going to see that.
0: Uh, we lost the, uh, the, yeah, the you lost him.
2: <laughs> yeah. For me, I mean, I just, I feel like, uh, I've trained my whole life all my blood, sweat and tears and, Everything I've given into this, you know, the fight game period, I just, uh, Sorry, not guys. taking anything away from my opponent here, but at the same time, I don't really feel like there's anything he has to offer me, and I'm, I'm going to prove that to really anybody that's in my division.
0: I'm going to ask you guys something. I want to know what's your strength are in fighting, like, are oh, you yeah, like, uh, well, maybe you don't, you probably don't want to. Bring out your secrets, but uh, like, what's your strength for fighting? Po- po- power punching or heart, uh, clinch, uh,
1: speed, and I try to be as accurate as possible. Um, but if I could throw a power in there, I'm throwing a power.
0: I know with bare knuckle fighting, you definitely got to be careful how you throw your punches. You can't go wild and crazy because you might um, break your your. your your knuckles so um i know
1: you got the yeah. shots, right yeah a lot of straights so that's the best way to go is the straights if you're throwing a little bit wild you don't know what's gonna happen
2: for me it's about having heart you gotta have heart. you gotta be willing to uh love to get hit I mean that to me that's my secret to me that's you know what se- separates me from a lot of other fighters they don't like to get hit they don't like to be damaged or watch that blood field out or coming down their face or anything like that I want yeah, that I dream about that those moments I dream about that bloodbath fight so
0: yeah you definitely got to you definitely to take hits if you don't like taking hits this fight game is not for you for sure that's for that's
2: sure. it okay. i mean you got to yeah. learn to love it
3: yeah. yeah. Um, how about you, say? Well, um, I mean, my greatest attribute to all this is, um, even though it might not be towards bare knuckle, but I have great defense to my countering ability. Okay. Um, like I'm more of a pressure fighter, but I know I gotta like dial it back for this. But I still have the same game plan I'm going to use. But um, I'm just always in your face. That's that's um what I've always been, how I've always fought, and I've just I have really good defense with my arm blocking, not not the gloves aspect of
0: it, but right. my arms. That's gonna be my next question. I'm like, when you fighting, you know, you don't got the big gloves to help you help you defensive wise. Like how you guys like a lot of head movements, yeah. Uh,
1: that you Perry
2: to- game got to be strong.
1: Yeah. Okay. And another thing, e- best way to block is just brick up. Okay. And you don't have a lot to guard, but if you brick up, they really can't make it past. But your forearms are definitely gonna hurt. See,
2: for me, that's a green light. Uh, when I see someone cover up like that, that's a green light for me.
0: Because yeah, now I'm I gonna sit bad. there and I'm
2: gonna throw three, four shots high and I'm ripping that body like nobody's business.
0: Nice, yeah, because they block it like it's they can't all about
2: see, right? and parries. You you can't sit there and stand still. You gotta parry, you gotta move, you gotta circle. You know, like I said, the greatest defense is offense.
1: Yeah.
0: How about you guys? How your cardio is car-
2: excellent. Not- That's all we do is cardio.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was down to like uh <laughs> four and a half minute mile. Like last week, I I don't know, I I kinda push myself when I run, but I try to get the best out of the workout, you know what I mean? I try to push myself to my max because that's how I am. If you ain't pushing yourself, you you ain't gonna make it. That's
2: it. Mental yeah. you gotta you gotta you know, you gotta force your mental. You gotta you know, that's where the, the fight game is mostly won. It's inside yeah. that gym and inside, you know, putting in the yeah. the grit. If you're you definitely not, if you're need the discipline in the work, then what are you here for?
0: Yeah, true. So true. Um <laughs> yo Justin, I like you, Justin. <laughs> um so I want to say this though. Like, what advice would you give um like somebody coming from an MMA background um that wanna fight bare knuckle fighting? To like a younger fighter,
1: like what advice will you give them? Uh rack your fights up, get as much experience as you can in, because once you get to no gloves, like MMA, they got four-ounce gloves, they're a harder target to hit than boxing gloves, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think I would just tell them rack up your wins, do as much as you can, because if you get into bare knuckle, it's a whole different game than just MMA.
0: Yeah, how about you Justin? What advice would you give to a uh, uh, young guy coming up in the game?
2: If I was to give someone advice, I'd tell him to keep grinding, you know, keep putting in that blood, sweat and tears into that gym and keep uh keep your head down and stay focused. Don't let the outside uh distraction distract you. Yeah. Stay focused. You want Good. something? You're the only one that can make it happen. People yeah. come and go, friends come and go, family come and go. The only one that can make something truly happen is yourself. So, if, you know, what I'm saying you got to keep your head down and stay focused and keep to the mission.
1: Yeah, and you can't you can't stray away from it because if you do, there's one mess up, you're um, it's, it's a life it's a life ready.
0: changing
2: it's life changing. You know, and if if you're gonna do this, then you got to make that life commitment into it. It's not something that. Like a bar fight, you ain't gonna, you know, you're not just gonna show yeah. up and think not, that you're gonna be all 100% the in. Of heart.
1: Yeah.
2: I know, now I, think, I think it's funny when all these, you know, you get these guys that, you know, come out of the bars or, you know, you get these guys that never really been into a fight before. And they're, they're like, oh, dude, you should have did this or you should have did that. And it's like, hey, have uh, you ever been in a fight before?
0: Right, right,
1: right.
2: I, I, yeah, my fight only lasted 30 well,
1: seconds. Well. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
2: That like true.
1: I have a lot of family that are like, "Oh, you should have done it like this. You should do this, or you should come to me and I'll show you something." And I'm like, "I put twenty years of fighting in. How many years you put in?"
2: Yep. Yeah. I, those are those are my favorite kind of people to mess with. Um, now let
0: me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys this. Um, like, what's your training schedule like? Like every day. Train, every day. How many hours you train?
1: Uh, three to four hours. Sometimes a little bit more okay yeah three or four early in the morning try to do a two a day if I can't i about, i try to do at least six six hours
0: okay how about you Zach how's your training like like
3: uh I run in the morning and then after I'm done work I go to the gym from 2 pm and I'm there till 8 p.m wow um it's just all different things that we're working on other than either yeah, i
1: do like strength. Oh,
3: lost him again.
2: <laughs> yeah, for me, it's uh, we uh, you know, it's uh, all different stuff that we're working at the gym. Uh, I mean, uh, you got cardio class going on. You got. Uh, boxing going on. You got all you know a lot of stuff that's going on. Sparring at certain times. Uh, meet up with certain people uh, on different days to get in some extra rounds. Um, so it's constantly. Uh, we're always in the gym. We're always training. We're always grinding. No days off over here.
0: Okay. Um, do you guys have like boxers? I don't know like... what
1: keeps happening.
0: Um that think their bare knuckle fighting is useless or trash or whatever? Do you Uh, got, like, boxers challenging you guys?
2: A lot of my Uh, boxer friends that I've uh, talked to, uh, I mean, I haven't heard no uh, disrespect um, at all. Uh, I mean, a lot of them think that, you know, that's, uh, you know, crazy or, you know, whatever else, or it's something they will never do, but Right. they never said and said, you know, anything about the style or anything about it. No,
1: I got I got a lot of friends like Louis Lopez, Dallas Davidson, Leo berser all them do bare knuckle. Uh, I think everybody around me, they there's some people that don't like it. They won't watch the fights, but they know, like when I'm going to fight. Like, my grandpa, he won't watch, but he kind of supports it. He just, he'll never watch it. And then my grandma, she's watched a couple of the fights, and she, she says, I don't like it as well. But everybody on my mom's side, like, they all love me. They're like, you're, like, famous. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just an average person. I'm out here doing just as much as everybody else. Dreams come true if you follow.
0: Right. Wait till you get in a video game.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be sick. Um, (laughs) Or even even like WWE figurines. If they made those. (laughs) Or even trading cards. Like UFC trading cards, baseball cards, stuff like that. That would be wicked. (laughs) <laughs> uh I know andrew Emery uh andrew hardbody nolan uh he fought down in miami when I was down there for the prospect series and he said he's gonna start making cards and i was I was trying to help him out but i don't know like he said he wanted to put the stats for people their picture like best fight picture it, it'd be badass it'd be something thats a lot of people would like.
0: You know what? I talked to David Feltman on here, and um, he was hinting at at a video game. So hopefully, you know, maybe in a few years or whatever, a video game come out.
1: Yeah.
2: I wouldn't doubt it. Electronics is the way to go nowadays.
1: Yeah, well, UFC has five games. uh, (laughs) And if you think about it, In the last few years that BKFC has been here, they triple the views mostly by everything over UFC. Like, UFC is nice, and I don't know. I think people are just looking for the next big thing, you know?
2: Yeah, that's for sure. what Dave Fieldman has going on with the bare-knuckle boxing stage and bare-knuckle championships and just bringing back the bare-knuckle in general. I think uh, that's truly amazing. And uh, it's something that should have been done a long, long time ago. I don't feel like it's something that we should have ever got rid of. Um, yeah. It's what separates the Warriors from uh, the wannabes.
1: Yep. Sheep from the Wolves.
0: Now, I got to ask that's you guys. It, I got to ask you guys about this because it's it's a... Uh, with Bare Knuckle Fighting, it's like part of the, the fight. The clinch. Do you guys like the clinch?
2: I if mean, I, I, like get to do, I, it. I like to fight. I mean, so wherever that fight goes and wherever it takes me, I mean, that that's where it's going to go. So, I mean, if it comes down to the clinch game, then, hey, we can dirty box it all day long. If, if it's not, you want to stay on the outside, I mean, I feel bad for you, but, hey, you know, we <laughs> can do that,
1: too.
0: How about you, Dakota? Uh,
1: I don't like the clinch, but if the clinch comes up, I, I've done it before in – I just I've been working on using my right hand more than li- my left hand, so kind of switching up different hands, fighting different ways. Me right. and my team been working a lot, so you'll see something and, and, different.
0: And then you were telling me before before the show started, you know, grabbing the back of the head, the side of grabbing the neck.
1: Yep. That's and that's the clinch like uh a lot of people do it. I've watched a lot of fighters, like I I've been watching a lot of film from different fighters, and that's the best way to clench. People can't move. People can't throw their head around. So I've sat back. I've watched and take it in. My auntie Jamie always tells me, like, you don't have to be in the drama. Like, if other people are there, let them do their thing. Just sit back and observe.
0: Uh. Let me ask you guys this. Would you guys fight like a, a YouTube star, like Logan pa- Paul? Man, I would love to break that dude's little bubble.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm down for I feel whatever. like what I- they're doing and coming into the fight game is nothing but yes. disrespect to us all fighters. And, that, yes. you know, that's how I feel about it. I feel like it's all set up. I feel right. like it's disrespectful to all of us that put in the blood, sweat, and tears, and have been grinding our whole lives to get to a big platform like this i mean these guys are just youtube stars and said oh you know what i'm gonna be a fighter today and you know here they are you know hitting the big stage so i mean i I definitely feel like it's a big slap and uh slap to all the fighters face so yeah i would i would i would love to break a little bubble like
0: that justin do you think uh like a lot of the fights are setups because I feel like he fought, he fought a basketball player. Uh, you know, he he fight MMA guys, so not boxers. They like, wrestling. yeah, I definitely
2: feel like he's. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's like an all set up thing, but there's definitely some strings that are tied behind it. Because uh, I mean, like I said, I don't see this guy coming out here and beating Nate or uh, you know the Ortiz brothers. I don't see, I don't see any of this shit. Like, I mean. To me, I feel like it's all set up. The Diaz, like him beating Nate Diaz, I thought that was trash. I thought Nate like held off on him a lot. I felt like Nate wasn't even really trying to box him versus, you know, anything else. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, like there's a lot of stuff that probably goes into it. I'm sure, you know, dollar, you know, money walks. So
0: Yeah, true that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Docola? You fight a you too, sir?
1: Yeah. Throw him at me. I I've taken every fight that's thrown at me. And it's not like I, I don't know. I didn't grow up picking and choosing my fights, you know, to get to where I am. I uh I took every fight that was thrown at me.
0: Yeah, I would like, you know, I would like to see him fight a real fighter. Um, me too, 100%. Zach, what do you think about yeah. this? Uh, like these YouTube stars fighting?
3: Um, I mean, I did fight a YouTube slash boxing sensation star on YouTube. Um, I don't know if you know who Little Cray Cray is.
0: Uh, no, but I definitely go look him up after the podcast. Yeah, he yeah, has me like, too.
3: He almost <laughs> has a million uh, subscribers on YouTube. Oh, shit. But uh, he's um. <laughs> He's really big into going around the world and fighting different stars, like boxing stars and whatnot on, on YouTube. But, um, I mean, we fought in the Street Beef's yard twice. Um, and we drew the first time, and then I beat him the second time. And I guess that's the only time he lost that was out there. So, I mean, but I watch – Jake Paul and that and doing the stuff that they do. And it's, um, it is pathetic to a point. Um, I mean, what, what makes me sort of upset about it is how, how long I've been doing this. And, um, they just, because of their name and the money that they have before they even got into doing boxing or anything like that. And they can just jump right in there and be on like, um, one of these famous um, things on uh, TV, and just do what they're doing. It's um, if you're like an actual true fighter, and you've been doing this for so long, then it'll probably rub you the wrong way.
0: Yeah, That's
2: kicking the balls. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, I think I a fight. I mean, I give him a little credit. He, he, you know, he could beat that, like, average bums off the street, but a real fighter, no way. No way, especially a fight. And, I, and when I'm talking about fighter, I'm not talking about, like, a, a jiu-jitsu guy or a wrestling guy. I'm talking about a guy who got a background in boxing or, or, you know, kickboxing, you know?
1: Yeah, and what weight is he? Like,
0: 185? Ah, uh, I got to look that up. I believe so.
1: I, I think it's so. 185. I'd, like... Uh no, Adrian Broner is smaller. Uh I don't know any heavies. Like Fury, but he's way too big.
0: Right, right. I he-
1: wanna see him go against Nagani.
2: Let me see him fight yeah. Nagani. Let me see him do that nah, same thing he- for Nagani.
1: He I don't know fight. if Nagano hit him, that's a glass jaw. Like <laughs> I don't know. Paul's falling.
3: So I don't know um what this Russian boxer's name is who just won last weekend, that twenty you know with twenty knockouts.
0: Um, uh,
1: wait a minute. That's the
0: guy who Subriel,
1: played, uh, Matias. Uh, or no, that's a different guy, never mind. The
0: the guy who fought
1: Rowder?
3: No, the guy who fought uh Con- Collins uh I don't know, his last name Smith that he fought. Um it was last weekend, um, but he's around 185 or whatnot in that.
1: I yeah. don't think... <laughs> Throw Jake in there with somebody that's 20 and 0. A- and
3: a Russian, too? <laughs> a yeah, he's 20 and 0 with 20 stoppages. So, I mean.
1: Uh, 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 have yeah. you guys ever heard of uh, Subriel Matias? He's like a Nigerian boxer. He's got 21 wins, 20 knockouts, and he's got one death. Like, someone died on the way to the hospital after one of the boxing matches.
0: Wow! Oh. Man, I gotta he, look him up he's too. a
1: monster, deadliest boxer right now, I guess, or that's what they say. But he's a monster.
0: Uh, do you think um, with these YouTube stars fighting um, and boxing? Do you guys think it's killing boxing?
1: Yeah, well, I think what's kinda boxing? Making it, they're making us kind of look soft, uh, just because they can compete with us, trying to step in and be a YouTube sensation on live TV. Like Zach said, it's super disrespectful.
2: Now yeah, they're what's still finding- unboxing is that they just got too many too many platforms, too many uh organizations like Yeah, yeah. Ooh.
1: I got you, yeah. Too yeah. many
2: politics in that, you know, they too many yeah. people got their hands in the cookie jar.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it was good when it was just showtime, HBO, right, and stuff like that, but now there's numerous yeah, because I
0: remember HBO. I remember HBO used to be the shit
1: back yeah. in the day. That was when they came to boxing. where I watched all the fights.
0: Right. Now um Bear Novel fighting is growing, and it's gonna be it's probably gonna be second to the UFC. How you guys feel about that? It's gonna be the second biggest promotion, I believe, soon in America.
2: I think I think it'll be hands down the uh, the best promotion. I think that here pretty soon we're gonna be passing up the UFC. Um, I feel like that's why you have so many UFC fighters now making over uh, making the switch over to uh, bare knuckle boxing because they see it as well. Um, yeah,
1: there's more money to be made. Uh, there's less medical things you got to deal with. And, yeah, you do get cut up. You get a couple stitches here and there, but a cut's not nothing. You hear the, heal that in a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I hear a lot about the cut. A lot of people complain about the cuts. A lot of, of like, MMA fighters or, or boxers are asking, hey, bare-knuckle fighting, what do you think about it? Lava? "Will you fight, they would be like, ah, I don't to get cut. Yeah. So... uh. <clears throat> So when you see the future of this sport, like um do you do you think there will be like a um Olympic sport or or do you or you think um it would take over combat sports at the number? Of, matter of fact, let me ask you this what you guys think about bare knuckle tie boxing?
1: It's insane. They like the tie rules that Buakau and Senchai had uh it was a lot different. Like they could kick. Right. I didn't I didn't expect that, but it was <laughs> it was something different. You don't hey, see body- kick it, like kicking and right. have knuckles. I mean, we grew wait.
2: up in the streets. I mean, you throw them with no no leather on the hands or whatever. I mean, that's the way that's the way we, we we grew up. So, I mean, it's really no difference to me. Um I do feel like uh the bare knuckle um it, it will be the number one combat sport uh platform. Uh it's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. They're just getting started.
0: Right. Yeah. It's still it's still a little baby. It's going up fast though.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, what
2: Dave Fieldman has going on, once again, I mean, he, he, the guy's a blessing to give this all to us. So I mean I definitely see uh him taking this to the next
0: level. And I believe David Feldman was a boxer. So yep. he knows Me what far. you guys he knows what you guys he knows what you guys go through, you know? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Nothing like having a you know a man in charge that's already been in the game and knows what he's doing, you know, right. so that he can give back to the people that are participating in themselves. Hey Matt, um, how you feel
0: about this? How you feel about the the future of bare knuckle fighting?
3: It's already blowing up. I think it's going to be the leading of it. I mean, you see, of all these other um, now there's a whole bunch of different promotions of bare knuckle, which BKFC is number one, I believe, in my – like, it's it's going to be number one overall in all the sports, I believe, because everyone's tuning in. And, yeah, that's that's what I think.
0: Yep, everybody got the app. The app is, what, $6? And you get to watch yeah. the it, fights? It, yeah, yeah.
2: Crazy.
3: Yeah, like, I have I, a they-
0: – I had my mom in. and dad watching the fights, and they, they enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, me and my father, we both sit here and we uh, we watch them constantly. He's a big fan.
0: So, with your guys, you got some fights coming up. So, so do you guys study your opponents? How'd that go? Video, you watch
2: videos and yep. So, I watch a lot of video on my opponent. I also have uh, my coaches do the same. Um, and we all just kind of come together and uh, they kind of tell me what they see, they you know, and I tell them what I see, and then we just kind of like bring it all together. And uh, from what I take from them and what I you know see from where I you know watch the video, um, I'm really good at breaking down uh, and category, category, um, categorizing things uh, to a certain, uh, perspective. Um, a dude's footwork. Um, I love breaking down a guy's footwork, uh, their movements, their head movements on certain shots, uh, how they react to a faint, how they react to, you know, being punched. Those are all things that I look for when I'm breaking down, uh, an opponent that I'm watching video on. Um, they all have their positives and every fighter has their negatives. Um, so those are, that's what I look for.
0: How about you, Mac? How how you uh study
3: your opponent? Um, I mean for this particular fight, I didn't look anything up on my opponent. The only things that I know of is what uh my what Carlos told me. Um but other than that, you know, um my coach handles all that though. He'll go and try and find whatever and then um whatever, uh, he has me training. He tries to incorporate that into a game plan. Um, but all I know is I'm going up against a mountain of a man and I plan on breaking him. And that's, that's all I can say towards that. I mean, I was, uh, doing street beefs, even though, I mean, you'll fight whoever, you know, people that have all the skill in the world or people that barely have any skill, but we don't get no time to watch footage on any of them. We like line up and they pick who fights who based off of experience. And then we fight. So that's what I'm pretty much going into it as, because that's what I have been doing my entire fighting career. So,
0: yeah. It sounds like you fighting somebody that's taller. So I, I'm gonna guess you go, 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 get the move your head and get an inside.
3: Yeah, I'm fighting a guy. He's, um, he's 35, and I believe he's like trying to make this his last hooah, you know, so to speak. Um, he's a pro MMA fighter, what I know. Okay. Uh, he's 0 4 pro MMA. Um, he has, he's been finished. And each fight in the first round, that's on the tapology thing. That's all that I've, like, went and seen. Other than that, I don't know how he fights. I've heard that he's a wrestler. So I've been – the one thing that I have been doing is working a lot on clinch work because uh-huh. I've never really done that before. So I've been working a lot on that. And if it, prevent, if it presents itself in the fight for me to do that, then I will. Other than that, I'm just going in there looking to take him out as quickly and as soon as I can.
0: I'm going to say something to you, Mac. Uh, since the guy you fight in, the guy like an MMA background, this is just a wrestler. I'm going to give you because all three of you guys got uh boxing background. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to get the advantage to you with the hands. Like what do you, you guys think about MMA fighters coming in and doing punches? Do you like do you feel like it's like because they probably go a little wild, so it might be easier to counter.
2: You see it coming I mean... from a mile away.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they're loading up
2: it. their punches and they're trying to be full yeah. of power and you know they're looking for you know for that one shot, one kill. Right. Get out of here. That, that ain't gonna work. Maybe on a bar, you know, a bar fight, yeah, or you know, when you got wrestling background, that where you can throw that big overhand right to whoop yourself into that takedown. Yeah, fine. But when you're on a boxing platform, and it, it becomes more of a chess match. It becomes more of a uh, who can be first and who can be not there.
1: Yeah, timing. Timing beats speed. Speed beats power. Power beats timing. It just it's a revolving thing, but... Speed equals power. Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially, like, if you see a punch come in a mile away, you counter their ass with... Uh...
1: <laughs> nothing better goes than knocking down the wrestler. Yep. Right.
0: Because uh, my, my history tells me that wrestlers don't like to get hit in the face. <laughs> uh, They kind of, like, if they get hit hard in, hard in the, the face, MMA so, me coming from an MMA
2: background, I can personally tell you from experience that everyone I have fought, um, I mean, regardless if they claim to be stand-up or they claim to be wrestler or they claim to be jiu-jitsu, as soon as they all get punched in the face, they all turn into wrestlers at the end of the day. They all look for that takedown. They all look for that way out. Yeah. Um, so, it's just a matter of, you know, making your adjustments uh, and, you know, keep moving forward. Keep uh, Keep the pressure.
0: Nice. How about you, uh, Dakota? Know anything about the guy you're fighting and uh, see any weakness Uh, in video?
1: Yeah, I've looked up his uh, box rec or his topology as well. He's got like four fights, won four fights, lost three. He's MMA. He's got no boxing background. Uh, But I know he comes ready. And the way he fights, he's a lot of straights. I don't ever see him throwing wild punches. So he's good for accuracy, but I'm looking to come in, hit him with the speed and timing.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: So I'm fighting Matthew Russo. Uh, He's already fought twice in bare knuckle. Uh, he's two and zero. Oh. Um, both guys he beat. I kind of feel like we're beating him. Uh, and they, I think we're, I, if I remember correctly, watching the videos, they both knocked him down. He's been knocked down in both of his fights. Um, and he fights through adversity and uh, battles back. But I, on top of that, I feel like his opponents uh, beat themselves versus him beating them. Uh, they either gas out or get you know whatever the case may be. But for, from what it looks like to me, it looks like that his opponents gas out and that's how he just take, he's able to jump on that and take advantage of just by having the better cardio. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I yeah, fought talking- on the Miami card with him. Oh yeah. You, know,
2: you fought Jacoby Lowry?
1: Uh, no, uh, he fought somebody else. Uh, BKFC 49. Okay. Because um, I fought Brian Duran back in June or August.
2: And he and was knocked far- down in the first round in that one as well, correct?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. But he won the fight. So yeah, time. I don't
2: really feel like that this guy has much to really offer me. I mean, I'm not one that's going to gas out. My cardio is extremely well. That's something that um, I really uh, believe in. Uh, it's something that I constantly put my blood, sweat, and tears in is my cardio. Running, uh, grinding, That that's where I kind of set myself apart from a lot of others. And uh, nutrition. Nutrition is everything.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. I can't have a good cardio <laughs> without
2: nutrition. So having yeah. a good wife and having, you know, somebody that, you know, can look out for you in the nutrition aspect of the game. If you don't got it already, I definitely you know suggest it. Uh, get your nutrition's right because I mean that's that's the biggest part of the game.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. How about cutting weight? Cutting weight is a problem for you guys, or it's nothing.
2: Um, I, I would it say it's a be... problem. I would say that's where the mental win comes in. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the discipline. Yeah. Yes. I thought I, I was gonna be off weight, but I bulked up for this fight a lot bigger than i've ever been like i almost hit 170 and i fight at 145 so i thought the weight drop was going to be a little hard for me but it's kind of a cakewalk i i thought it was going to be a lot harder when i was younger it was a lot harder for me to cut weight so i don't know now it's just faster
2: so for me, I'm going down to 125 pounds for this fight. Um, it's the first time in five years that I've done it uh, again uh, since um, acute kidney failure. So and it's not really a struggle. Um, I'm doing it right this time. I, again, I have a great nutritionist, um, and I, great coaches, great, you know, uh, fitness coach, all that stuff. So it really comes in handy uh, to have them people in my background, like Mike Kohler, uh, himself, um, my wife, my father, you know, my coaches, they all really helped me out when it comes to, uh, making sure that I'm right. And I'm, I'm staying on the right path to lose the weight that I need.
1: Yeah. With a good team, you can't go wrong. That's right.
0: Yeah. That was, he definitely gotta be, um, strong minded because I remember when I was cutting weight it was a bitch to me. And I would walk around around like uh 218, I had to cut down to 205. It was a bitch for me. <laughs> but I did it though, but like I you because I ain't had like uh guidance on like how to cut right you gotta do it the right way, you know. You talk yeah, to you. I definitely feel as if uh
2: you gotta you gotta be at a certain weight to uh maintain you got to get down to a comfortable weight and maintain that before you can go and say you know what i'm going to stay at this weight or i'm going to fight at this weight for good or right. you know whatever else it's like i said it's, it all boils back down to when i said it's a life-changing event you know this isn't something that you can just pick up and say hey you know what i'm going to be a fighter or i'm going to do this it, it doesn't work that way this is you have to change your whole life You're, what you eat, what you drink, what you do, right. what, I mean, the sacrifices that come into just being a fighter alone that a lot of people don't see us go through or, um, even care to even, you know, uh, take a look at what us fighters go through. They're more, you know, more just, Oh, the other fighters they are the other dickheads or all oh, their hotheads or all oh, their this, you know, they don't see what we go through that, what makes us that way.
1: Yeah. And it well, and there's a lot of good people too, like, uh um who so Yuli Diaz his son just uh, fought cancer beat it and he brought another kid into the BYB ring that was fighting cancer as well so there's a lot of good people out there but there is a lot of people that like to just be assholes like I'm better than you you know what I mean and I don't like to stick my pe- myself around People like that because, like, y- you could be good in a ring, but in person, anything goes. You know, like,
0: yeah. I gotta say too, being a being a professional fighter, you gotta have that weight cut right already.
1: You yeah, know, I'm not an amateur anymore.
0: Sure. No
1: yeah, I you usually
0: more, more so. You should got you should have it down by science by the time turn pro
1: yep and usually like i'll drop weight probably two weeks before get down to a steady and then i'll go up a few pounds and then i'll go down a little bit more and it helps me out a lot uh keeps my strength up keeps my stamina up like every aspect like it helps a lot but diet is the main thing for me like Lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, white chicken, no fatty meats.
0: Cut sugar off, right?
1: Yep. No sugar, no, no
0: salt, no. no carbs, baby. Hot butter. Uh,
2: <laughs> Watch this weight fall off like hot butter.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you guys have, like, live with family members, or wife, and kids, and they eat something in front of you that
1: you can't Oh, eat? yeah. Uh Yeah, the other night, my... uh. My wife, her and my kids ordered Taco Bell, and, <laughs> oh, man, I wanted to eat it so bad, but I told yeah. her, I'm like on a weight cut. I can't do that right now, but she's like, right I'll, you, right, I'll make you, like, six or eight eggs, and I'm like, deal. Make me the eggs. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I have a
2: four-year-old, so, I mean, you can only imagine how that goes. I'm constantly watching him eat all the good stuff while I'm sitting there eating my little bird food.
1: Yeah, I got a four-year-old girl and I got a three-year-old boy, so they're okay. always eating sweets. Yeah, <laughs> but those sweets—you you gotta brush your teeth. Yeah.
0: How about you, Mac? Um, how's weight cutting for you?
3: Um, well, for this fight, man, I'm trying to uh, gain and maintain
2: <laughs> because
3: yeah. I um like because my first my first weight cut for um, in September, I was supposed to fight at 145 and I weighed in at 144. Um, and then I guess after that, um, my weight just stayed down even no matter what I was eating. And then once I got this fight, it's at 155. Um, so I walk around originally at 160. And once I stopped eating all like junky stuff and I started eating like what I normally do to start like cutting weight and just eating clean i got down um the other on thursday i was 148 so i'm trying to like sort of dial that back and just start maintaining and gaining a little weight and um yeah that's what i'm doing right now okay but i do watch um i do watch uh food shows just to keep me honest i do that a lot (laughs)
0: oh man oh man so uh, so me
2: and my wife we go through like these little health kicks Um, we watch a lot of videos about like healthy foods being cooked and how how you can make them taste good or you know however you want to put that but um, so me and my wife we're constantly always experimenting um, with different recipes and uh, into that aspect Um, we're both trying to make that life change uh, healthier better than worse. Trying to get our kids on the same wagon.
1: Yep. yep. Diet's where it's at. Fight's yep. in the kitchen. Everyone is working hard in gym. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's half the war too. The kitchen. Yeah.
2: Jeff Dens, you hit that one on the nail, buddy.
1: Oh, man. When I hit, uh, after I hit weigh-ins, dude, I'm eating.
0: That's my partner, Jeff Dens. He's a professional fighter. Uh, He do Thai boxing and MMA, so he knows what you guys go through.
1: It's nice to see people like that because... You never know. Oh, like, yeah. You never know what other people go through or, like, see. Uh, like Justin was saying earlier, um, yeah, it's a it's a big thing to know other fighters, like, look to us or tell us stuff that help us. Like, my team is good for that. We like to network with different people. Uh and I recently been training a lot with my nephew. So he's trying to follow in my footsteps and become a pro. He wants to be a pro boxer, not a pro MM or bare knuckle fighter. How old is your nephew? He's 17. Oh, okay. Shout out That's to KO Caraceto. He's my like, he's my role dog. Every time I don't want to go to the gym, he's like, Uncle, you need to get up. Let's go. Like, Let's head to gym. Let's go hit cardio. Let's go sit in the sauna for a bit. Like, he he pushes me, and I push him, too. Like, some days I could tell, like, he just doesn't want to be there. I'm like, come on. Like, chop, chop. Let's get it done. <laughs> wow.
0: He'd be hitting the pads. You do pad work with him?
1: Oh, yeah. I do that sounds pad, like pad my work a lot.
0: Justin, you got any family members that want to fight?
2: Uh, my son, my four-year-old son, man. I, I swear that kid's following in my footsteps. Every day uh, we're in the gym, Every uh, he's you can just see it in his face, the way he observes, the way he watches everything go on and how people, you know, cut their angles or throw their punches or their kicks. He's He's constantly always watching them. He's constantly always putting the gloves on, hitting the bags. Uh, walking up to all the other fighters in the gym, and he's messing with them, and he—you he can definitely see it. Like he's, it, uh, he take—he's taking to it very much. So, um, and I love every minute of it because it, it makes the love for the sport come back for me. The fun's coming back sure. for me now. To be able to see my son and how he's doing it now, you know how much he loves it. it. You know, it's all that's coming back for me now. So it's—it's—it's it's, it's exciting to see.
0: All right, guys, it's going to be and here, mark my here.
2: words. When I become the 125 and the 135 bare-knuckle boxing champion and I retire, my son will be the next to follow in my footsteps. Listen, oh, yeah.
0: become, you, hey, Justin, when you become the champion, come on the podcast again.
2: Hey, hey as Justin, long as you have me on, Ray, I I'm here.
1: On a, hey, that'd Any be cool guys. to have all three of us on the same card. I can't wait to fight with you on the same card, Justin.
2: That'd be awesome. Here.
0: Hell
2: yeah, yeah. Hey be an honor.
0: Hey, do you guys like um go to like other gyms and train or you just stay in one gym? Because you know, like uh, a lot of MMA guys go to different gyms, so, like
1: I like to explore horizons, you never know what a different gym will bring. Like I I do understand it's kind of like frowned upon and stuff like that, but I'd rather go spar different people. And other things like that, rather than spar with the same people all the time, you you learn a lot more from different people than doing the same thing over and over.
0: Hey, uh, Justin, Carlos said he. I agree with what
1: Dakota
2: said. Um, However, I've been kind of I've I've been with one gym uh, throughout for the last nine years. uh, Stars and Strikes MMA. the my coach over there james uh benetel he he is he's the man uh the guy's done so much for me uh such as like a father figure inspiration he's the guy i look up to you know uh the guy the reason why i am half the man i am today is because of that man so um do i feel like it's something that you need to do is bounce around to be better no um, do I feel like you need to have the right guys in your gym, uh, that are going to push you and make you push yourself to that next level? Absolutely. And if you don't have those uh, kind of guys, then yeah, you do need to find a, a different gym. Um, right. And, you know, separate yourselves, you know, from worse to better. I mean, I guess. So, so
0: like, so you say like, you feel like if you train in with top guys in the gym, make, it's just going to make you better you feel
2: absolutely hundred percent I mean obviously if you're training with a guy who's beating you up every day you're only gonna get better from that because you're you're gonna you know in your mind and in your heart you're you're, you're trying to figure out adjustments to make you're trying to figure out ways that you can beat him instead of getting beat on Um, so as a hundred percent I agree that you get that you get better from getting pushed in that aspect
1: yep
0: I want to ask you guys something. Who are your favorite MMA fighters in the UFC or Bellator?
1: Ooh. Uh, Yo Romero. I, I like, I like. Oh, him. that guy. I, like him. I just like his bark. Like, he's did he's intimidating. Really, uh, he's huge. Ooh. Like, he's all right. He's a big guy. How and about you, Justin? His,
0: Oh, go, go ahead, Dakota. Finish. I don't really
2: uh, I don't really say I'd have a favorite MMA fighter,
0: to be honest. Who's your favorite boxer? Right now.
2: Uh I don't really have a favorite. I'm kind of uh
1: I've been uh looking up that Subriel Matias and Canelo Alvarez. That's my guy.
2: Yeah.
0: Lomochenko.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I got to say this, though. uh, Patrick Mix is my favorite fighter. The 145 champion of Bellator. uh, He trained with us, so I got to say he's my favorite fighter for uh, MMA 145 pounds. Hell yeah. I, for MMA,
2: I don't really think I have a fighter, or a favorite fighter, or something like that that I would really consider. But as far as like boxing, I would have to either say Canelo Alvarez or Lomachenko. Those are definitely two of the guys that I follow highly today. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Garcia. I mean, those are you know another guy. Are good I follow. fighters,
0: right there. You got you pick some good fighters there for sure. Yeah. Yep. How about you, Zach? Are you are you got a favorite fighter, MMA or boxing?
3: Uh, my favorite boxer that I used to like watching was, um, triple G. Um, okay. And for, Hello. um, for MMA, you know, um, like I don't really, I don't really have like a favorite fighter. I just like watching him fight. I like watching him train also. Um, Justin Gaethje.
0: Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I like
3: his mindset. I like how he fights. I just like his, you know, um killer be killed attitude, you know, and that's, that's someone that, um, I can see that, um, I like to, uh, represent like his style sort of, of that mindset. So I like watching fighters that, um, that do sort of what he does in that aspect.
0: Yeah. Do you guys got any sponsors you want to plug up?
1: Uh, yeah. For me, I'd like to thank uh, Yakima Tactical. If you want to talk
2: MMA in general? I would definitely have to say Dominic Cruz.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good one. And. Uh, I'm sorry, Yakima
1: Dakota, Tactical. Is... Oh, do I keep like bouncing out?
0: No, 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 no.
1: You, uh, um, I hear your plugs. Go ahead. Uh, you got it. Oh, oh, all right. Uh, Yakima Tactical, TC Striping and Racing, uh, Big Sky Striping as well. Um, I would like to thank Steve Jimenez from Helena, Montana. He made my boxing shoes or my boxing shorts and my gloves. Uh, he owns New Line Boxing Apparel uh the pit stop tavern and gear grabbers garage great falls montana and very numerous that i've had before and some are new i can't wait to show out for them let's get a dub and get this win for one
0: how about you zach you got any sponsors
3: Uh, first, um, my first sponsor would have to be the gym I train at Gingy's Boxing Club in Lancaster, PA, where I'm from. Uh, another one, um, Street Beefs. They sponsor me their whole entire platform. Number one backyard fight scene on YouTube. And, um, Just Blaze Clothing. They just dropped a line on my fight shirt. So if you can go to JustBlaze.com you can check out my fight shirt of what I'm going to be wearing. And, um, if you want to catch that, so.
1: you going to have I'm any extras sp- down in Albuquerque.
3: I might, I might.
1: Shit. I'll probably <laughs> grab one. Appreciate that. Well, network. I'll bring you one of mine too.
0: All right. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Justin? You got any uh, sponsors?
2: Yep. So I would like to uh, give a shout out to local hated clothing. Uh, and Token himself, uh, also West Fit Fitness, Mike Toler, uh, and my gym Stars and Strikes MMA, James Strike, uh, James Benital and my team. Um, I love all you guys. You guys are, you know, the reason why I'm here. And uh, uh, sideline sports tavern. Um, what else we got out there? Uh, we got uh elite styles haircutting um want to give them a shout out too to my barber mo and all the other sponsors i can't think of right off the top of my head i appreciate you guys i'll give you a shout out on the, you know on the facebook here in a little bit if i forgot you
0: yeah i want to thank uh cnc management absolutely Hello. yeah
2: that's another one see that's why you got to do a facebook post because you forget about <laughs> shit like that <laughs> Yeah, yeah Carlos. How can you forget our man, Carlos? And We wouldn't all be here if it wasn't for our man, Carlos. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, he put us on. We're here to show out for him. 100%. And,
0: and like I say, guys, you guys are always welcome back. You know, you guys are always welcome back. You got a fight coming up. We can talk about that. You want to talk about, like, a boxing event uh, pops up, and after the fight, we could talk about that, whatever. You know, you, you guys are always welcome back here.
2: And um, yeah, I truly appreciate that one, Ray.
0: Yeah, yeah man. And, cool. and again, I want to thank Carlos, um, CNC management, for hooking this uh, podcast up. So, you know, um, fighters, if you're watching this, if you want to need a management, um, contact Carlos on Facebook or email. He left the link here, and I will put that link back on here. Yep. So uh, I just want to say, uh, some messaging here. Squad, yeah, he must be part of the school, he must be part of the team right there.
1: Yeah, well, I, I want, it, like... yeah, he just signed to CNC the other day. so oh, okay. okay, all right.
0: So, yeah. So, uh, listen, man, I wish you guys luck. Hopefully, you guys win, and um, we keep in contact with each other. Whatever you know. Yes, sir. Uh, Yes, uh, you, sir. I mean? you guys. Um, I'm definitely gonna check out your fight. Uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna, uh, Dakota. Um, your um, your fight on the 27th is gonna be on the the, the app or on pay per view. You know.
1: Uh, I think they're on pay per view.
0: Okay. Is it is it gonna be free in the app or you gotta pay? You know.
1: Um uh, not exactly sure i gotta check as well because my wife oh. likes to watch when i'm gone
0: because i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be working me and my partner are gonna be working on the fights that day so as soon as i get done with the fights we we uh work for k4 fighting promotion they do uh mma and uh amateur mma um amateur kick multi um uh, pro multi pro uh kickboxing um show so I'm gonna be doing that um, on the 27th. So as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna rush home and watch me put on the app and uh hopefully I can watch you fight. Um, so uh I wanna thank you guys for coming on again. Um, like I say, good luck to you guys, and uh, you know, thank you, Carlos, for setting this up. And uh, you know, uh, thank you the thanks to fans for the support. And I want you, I want you all the fans who've watched this to support these fighters, you know. These fighters deserve to get uh support, buy them merchandise, uh shirts, or whatever they got going on. You know, um it's important to like me me and my friend K man, we support fighters, and we want to see all the fighters do good. So any and, and, and let me tell you let me tell you this, guys. Every fighter we had on this show that had a fight coming up, ended up winning.
2: Hey, good to well, know. Let's go. I would like to say, too, uh, we wouldn't be able to get in there in the ring or in the cage or whatever, you know, combat anything. If it wasn't for the fans and the support and the love that we get from everybody outside of the ring and outside of the cages. Uh, those are the people that, you know, make it possible for us to do what we do. So,
1: yeah, and, I truly do uh, appreciate
2: all the love and support that you guys all bring.
1: Yeah. Family. Family that's a good part of it too. Like my family they're by my side, a lot of them don't condone what I do, but they know I've been doing it for a long time. So I'm a man. I make my word and I I'm following my own footsteps.
0: And that's what's up. You know what? Say, you know, when y'all fight, stay healthy, man, make that money. Yes, sir. Make that loop. So, all right guys. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming in and, uh, we call it at night and uh you know I'm gonna end the podcast here. Peace out guys.
2: Yes, Thank sir. You. you. Guys Contact. all have a good one. Thank you for having me, Ray. Yep.